Welcome to Buy the Books, the podcast helping business owners navigate the complex world of business, tax, and bookkeeping. Now, to the owner and president of Secline, Lindsay Klein. Hello, everyone. This is Lindsay Klein with Secline, honest, accurate bookkeeping performed on time. I have an awesome guest with me today, Mark De La Chapelle. Did I pronounce it correctly? Yes, ma'am. All Thank right, you. I did it. Thanks I had to practice that a Appreciate few times. <laughs> So Mark is the founder and CEO of Vertex Materials, and he's also an aerospace integrator. Mm-hmm. And him and I met through a CEO peer group and um, ended up having a face-to-face meeting. Mm-hmm. And Mark, you're one of those people that I just like immediately gravitated to because Appreciate you're it. so smart and you have Appreciate just it. a wealth Thank of you. knowledge. So um, I I loved getting to know you, and I'm so excited you. that you're on the show. So kind. So tell viewers and listeners a little bit about what you do, how you got started, sure. and what it is you want to talk about today. I'm really interested yeah. to hear your perspective on it. No problem. Well, I'm, I'm first of all, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. This is a cool opportunity. Uh, I've, I've been blessed to work with uh, some truly brilliant people. Nice. And, uh, on top of them being brilliant, they've they've been uh, willing willing to uh, teach a younger guy. Uh, in college, I uh, I studied finance and uh, started and fall in love with uh, really with, yeah with astrophysics. I did not know yeah. this. So I needed That's elective. That's like my arena. Yeah, lo- <laughs> love finance a little bit. Uh, started as accounting and fell asleep. That- in, yeah, fell asleep in class a little too much. <laughs> so uh, switched to finance and uh, around my senior year, I had to take an elective course. So I took an astrophysics course. And uh, started falling in love with stuff that uh, Kepler taught, a little bit of uh, of what Kerr taught, and some Einstein stuff. And uh, called my dad and said, "Dad, I want to study physics." And he said, "Thou, thou shalt not." So, <laughs> so uh, f- finished up with finance and uh, start start off in the work world. And How uh, funny! I called every aerospace company that I could in uh, like a 100 mile radius of Dallas. And uh, one of them called me back, said, uh, "We need some help in sourcing, some help in inventory." So uh joined out there with Exos Aerospace in Greenville and uh what 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 an experience. It's uh they they were a small payload integrator and um after doing some of the sourcing stuff, I, I begun doing this algorithmic approach where I would do a mathematical scoring system and uh never quite finished it at Exos, but realized that um just sourcing in general could use um more of an objective approach to make sure that you're getting stuff on time. Make hmm. sure you're getting stuff at the best quality. Make sure you're getting stuff that um, does exactly what you're trying to do. And that's what your company does now, right? That's exactly what the company does at Vertex. Yes, ma'am. So that's really interesting. That that wasn't necessarily the role you were going for, but it ultimately led to what you're doing yeah, today. Yeah, def- definitely did not think I was going to wind up here. Um, one one of the terms that we use at Exos is that I, I was a younger guy who was just rocket drunk. Uh. Uh, I, I, I had to get involved. I, I couldn't be on the sideline. So... Um, that's really interesting. So yeah. in a nutshell, what would you say your company does um, for business owners? Vertex optimizes purchasing processes. Um, every large company, especially engineering firms, um, aerospace companies, stuff places where you make stuff um, and you can't, you can't buy it on Amazon. So you can help you can't anyone that makes anything. Anyone who makes stuff, anyone who buys stuff. And you mentioned when we had talked that you created some sort of algorithm. Correct. Yes. And so explain that and what it does. Uh, so what I call it is the subjective analysis buyers algorithm. And it essentially 
it, it, it scores that you're buying what you should be buying. It can, it can score up to 144 different, um, variables. And it's essentially, it's essentially just an average of a whole bunch of factors with different weights. So I have a client that has a printing company and they okay. have a lot of printing equipment. Sure. Is that something that you could help with? Is I that, haven't, is I that haven't, an example? Absolutely. Yes. I haven't subjective, um, or excuse me, subjected printing equipment to the algorithm yet. So far I've done um, mostly the industrial sector. Okay. And I'm working on doing janitorial sector and consumables this summer. Interesting. So yeah. give us an example, I guess, of a company that you have helped and sure. what I guess their stats were before you got there and then what you did for them. No problem. Um, because of some contracts, I'm not sure I can oh. really say well, okay. exactly who general, it was. General terms. Um, interior design, manufacturer, they were struggling with lead time stuff, especially during um, the COVID nonsense okay. and uh, craziness about how um, the supply chain was just flipped upside down. Their lead times were in the months, and we were able to redo the warehouse, um, somewhat redesign the operation side of it to make sure that when they were picking things, they weren't going as far. They were utilizing the forklift the right way. Um, getting battery storage where it needed to be. And uh, I think we decreased the lead time by about 80%. Wow. So, yeah. That's actually pretty remarkable. Well, but but see, at the same time, I can't entirely take credit for it because because I, when, when I think Vertex works best when I compare with the operations team because um, your purchasing guy can do more important things hmm. than buy toilet paper, yeah. than uh, buy pallets. Which is um, a good segue into what we were going to talk about today, which absolutely. is, uh, you know, and I, you gave me a little quote and I forget what it is now. So give it to me about that. Well, I can't remember it exactly. <laughs> I, I, I read it in this book. Um, I used to have to commute a bit to do the rocket stuff. So I did a lot of stuff on Audible and this guy had a quote. He said, if the 95 Bulls had five Michael Jordans, mm. they go 0 and 82. You need a center who can, yeah. who can, who can rebound. You need a guy to play defense. You need a guy who can pass. You, you, know, you need all of it. So the quote essentially said, let the guys who shoot, let them shoot. Let the guys who pass, let them pass. And the guys who rebound, let them rebound. You know, everyone's a role player. Right, um, right. Like even, even Phil Jackson said everybody's a role player. So essentially, you know, you, you somewhat need to be big enough to know how small you are. Right. And let the guys who are good at what they do, let them do it. Um, one so, reason that I thought Exos was so interesting is we, uh, we all seem to pass the baton really well. Mm. N- know, know where your space is. Yeah. No room for ego, really. Uh, no, I, the, I mean obviously yeah, there's you, ego. You but, try, <laughs> but the less you know, the mo- the more you can put that aside to yeah. let the guys that are really yeah. excel in a certain area, because I can I can see exactly what you're saying. But mm-hmm. how how does that apply to a small business owner that maybe can't afford to outsource everything? Like, what's the best way to strategically go about that as a small business owner grows? Goodness, that's a hard question to answer. And and I and I think if I could answer that, then then I probably wouldn't still be in business. You know, <laughs> I'd, I'd be sitting on a beach drinking something cold. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's it's a great question. Um, yeah, because that's actually the place I am in right now as a small business owner. I'm about to hire my third employee. So it's okay. I can't necessarily go afford right now to hire a yeah, technology person. Yeah, technology is certainly not my strong suit. I know what you mean. But then, you know, how, where do I weigh the cost benefit there? Do you have any suggestions for how how to sort of weigh when is the time right to so to go get that person? Well, whether or not you want to admit it, everything runs in dollars and cents. Yes. Um, and that's that's just reality. Um, I would say the first thing you can do, automate what you can automate. Yes. Um, especially in invoicing, accounting, 
Um, there's all kinds of great, and we can help with that. (laughs) (laughs) There's all kinds of great accounting software and stuff. Um, taxation software that'll, that'll at least get the ball close to the goal line. Um, just so that you can focus. I, I think everyone needs the ability to focus on revenue generation with as much energy as possible. And you're specifically speaking to the owners. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, are there cases where that may not be what the owner should be doing? Do you, do you Have you seen that? Where, Like you were talking about the Michael Jordans, okay? Maybe there's sure. someone that owns a company, but maybe is not necessarily the best person to be the revenue generator. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, kind, of, kind of to follow the sports metaphor for revenue generation is offense. Uh, you know, defense matters. Uh, you know, you don't. You don't want to look like Texas Tech football with Mike Leach, you know, scoring 63 and losing by by seven. I I, I don't know. I, I I guess objectively speaking, it's you you. I'm I'm more of in favor of the growth mindset, but you oh, should I also agree. you should also cut the fat where you can. Um, you know, don't be wasteful or anything. Right. Absolutely. So when you go in to consult with companies and, sure. and you're dealing with companies that make things, mm-hmm. how do you tackle that? Do you have a process or absolutely a, um, sort of a checklist that you're going through or what, how would you I, go well, about The first that? thing I do is I sit down and I open up my notebook and I say, uh, please don't mind my scribbling. Uh, I'll be listening, but I'll be scribbling. What pains you? What mm. What is your biggest pain? And um, almost always that ends up being a walk through the production facility. And we just point at stuff, talk about it. And um, what what I think Vertex does best is that mathematically we'll use a wealth of data and a wealth of knowledge to track something down that, in truth, the customer could probably do themselves, but it'd just be a huge mm-hmm. waste of time. Interesting. It'd, it'd be a huge waste of time, like um, a specific type of automation for um, small parts storage or um, a specific type of shelving that'll be closer to the end user or battery storage. So you don't have to keep charging your computer all day, stuff like that. But um, people often don't realize how much time is being wasted mm. and labor is wildly expensive. Oh, yes. It's the most wildly expensive, expensive in most cases. Yeah, the overhead yeah. is wildly expensive. You're right. So easing the strain. I normally, I normally just try to ease the strain. And I, I'm guessing that a lot of what you're doing for business owners is offering them an outside perspective, sort of new eyes on something that they look at very closely every day and may not see just because they're too close to it. Would you say that's true? Somewhat. Absolutely. And then and then a, a lot of times customers actually do know what they need, which is interesting. But they just um, need help executing they it? They need help finding it. Uh-huh. And, and then um, recently I've been able to set up a, a store platform. And whenever we find something that works, we automate it so that their purchasing guy can nice. you know, focus on something that matters. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Because you, you shouldn't be fixing the same problem every week. Right. Or every day. Right. Or every, I mean, come on. Right. We're, we're smarter than this. Right. Absolutely. How, do you get much resistance? Because a lot of times a business owner will get on board with something, but the employees are resistant to change. Do you encounter that a lot? Not from my role. I'm, I, I used to. I'm, I'm sure the operations guy does on his, on his, on his end. <laughs> so they just don't tell you. <laughs> uh, yeah. M- m- most of the time I don't hear about it. Because a lot right. of times you got, you know, the new guy coming in as a consultant or what yes. have you. And everyone's like, oh, great. We got yes. the consultant here to tell us what to do. You know, so but you don't necessarily hear those uh, grumblings. No, often not. Um, Is there anything that you do to try to ease some of that? 
if 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 I if I can't help, I I I try I try to narrow that down in the first five minutes and say, hey, you, you. Sometimes I've gone in and say, hey, you guys are really doing pretty great. Nice. I'm I'm not sure I can really help you that much, but if I can't pair with with the business, I'm I'm not really sure that I'm helping them anyway. We should be on the same team. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, what would you say to to business owners out there that have some kind of business that make things, as you mm-hmm. describe? What sort of things could they look at to say if they might be more efficient? Have you created process everywhere? Painstakingly so. Interesting. What do you mean by that? Um, everything should probably be documented. Everything. Like how detailed uh, do you get with that? Like this is where we order pins. I mean, how, how oh, granular I, it, do you get it? Painstakingly so. Interesting. You probably need an old guy with a clipboard that everyone hates. <laughs> Truly. Um, And what does that do? Because on the face, it looks like that actually becomes more inefficient. But is it sort of, okay, we become really inefficient as we document to become more efficient later? So uh, I'll I'll, I'll use a metaphor. I love love metaphors. In the aerospace industry, this is something that uh, some of the guys I had uh, worked with at Exos used to say. So imagine every time that you drove to, uh, I don't know, get food at the store, that when you got there, your tires fell off and you had to put your tires back on every single time you drove your car. Or um, the engine blew up and you had to rebuild a carburetor or um, the pressurization snapped or uh, the oil valve broke or something. I mean, how ridiculous would this be to do do this maintenance task over and over and over? So essentially at the beginning of aerospace, this is what happened. The rocket would be destroyed on reentry somehow. And then people started doing reentry smarter and you could reuse the rocket. So you actually started doing what you were meant to be doing, which is taking payloads to space, Mm. not just building rockets all the time. Right, right. So... Where where can you take the maintenance tasks and teach your machine and or computer and or labor force to do it in a more efficient, outsourced, cheaper, automated way? So if, like if, if your business is, I don't know, making coffee, let's actually make coffee. Let's not waste all our time buying something that uh, – I don't know, buying the bags to put the coffee in to sell it. Right. I mean, come on, this is 2021. Right. We're, we're smarter than right. this. Right. But unfortunately, what, what happens is, is you get you get so in the weeds of, yes. of doing your job that you don't have time. Right. No, I completely understand that. And I'm a big proponent of what you're talking about because I, I want to have my company set up in such a way that if any one of us, including me, were to get hit by a bus tomorrow, somebody could step immediately into that person's shoes and know where everything's at. So I'm big on the documentation. Goal. It is. It is. It is. But it comes down to what you were talking about is documenting everything well. Well, and it's painstaking. Yes. And and it's uh, it's exhausting. It is. It Truly. Is. You're right. It's exhausting. And it's not fun. But at the forefront, right? It's not always that way, would you say? I mean, obviously, if you... Well, if you do it right, you shouldn't have to do it again. Right. Um, and, you know, a revision is a lot easier than writing an entire document exactly. yourself. But I, I, I think automation is the future. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, sm- smarter, not harder. That, that's, kind, that's kind of something that that, yes. that, that, I, that I preach to people. And, uh, goodness, I hope I live it, live it my own life. I try to. Nice. Well, you have any other last thoughts that you'd like to share with viewers or listeners? One thing that's been kind of a breakthrough recently that, um, and I, I wish I could claim this for myself. A lot of times, um, I, I I think that I'm going into a meeting to help a customer, and really, a customer is helping me. Interesting. Well, we should all be learning from each other. Yeah, um, you're right. Actually, now that I think about it, that happens often with my clients. Um, I learn a lot from them. 
but what's what's been helpful for me is I've I've started taking su- Sunday evening has been my thing, but um, there should be a time for each of us. I don't care if you're a mom with a couple kids, mm. if you're a bus driver to school, or if you're running a multi billion dollar firm. Take a couple steps back. Fifteen minutes for me, it's like ten. If I'm being honest, because my phone will buzz and I lose focus. But, <laughs> but are we are we are we are we actually paying attention to what we're doing from an objective sense? Hmm. That's good. Are, are are we actually thinking about what we're doing, or are we just doing it because we've been told to or we have to? Or, but 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 are are we actually thinking about what we're doing? Um, and in my little ten minute session on my yoga mat or whatever, one thing that I've come up with is a stop doing list. Interesting. And it's it's two things. It's uh, don't drink caffeine late and go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> but come on, like, are, are we are we really paying attention to what we're doing? Yeah, and, and I, I, right. I mean, I'm I'm really preaching to myself, but right, um, right. It reminds me of that book, The Four Disciplines of Execution, where they talk about the example of the whirlwind, the stuff that comes at you every day. I've not day. heard of this. It's a really interesting um, analogy because the whirlwind being the stuff that happens in your business all the time that you right. get caught up in that not doesn't necessarily have anything to do with where you're wanting to go with your big goals, you know? And so right. it's just talking about how you have to be cognizant that, yes, you're going to have to deal with the whirlwind. It's running a business it, 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 yeah, it is but you gotta make sure that the whirlwind is not consuming a hundred percent of your time it's well said so it's you know kind of another way of saying that that you mm-hmm. know look at the things that you really need to be focused on and make sure some portion of your time is focused on that absolutely so well thank you so much mark for coming oh, on like i always enjoy talking to you you i i, I feel like <laughs> a sponge i want to be a sponge around you and learn all i can thank, well so, thank you you're very kind you're very talented so I appreciate it. Thank so you. tell listeners where they could find vertex materials um, how can they reach you vertexmaterials.com um the vertex store.com i'm trying to upload skus quarterly um and my cell is uh 817-941-1464 all right. You're a brave uh, man putting your cell phone I, out there. I hope I can get back and help out. Well, it's uh business is fun and that's, it, and it should, awesome. and it should be. All right. Well, that's awesome to hear. Yeah. And of course, always you can reach me, Lindsay Klein at sakline.com email info at sakline S A K L I N E.com. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And Mark, it's been a pleasure. And until Pleasure's next fine. time, bye. By the books is presented by sakline honest, accurate bookkeeping performed on time. For more information on Sakline services or to get a hold of Lindsay, visit sakline.com or email info at sakline.com. The information provided on this website and podcast does not and is not intended to constitute legal advice. Instead, all information, content, and materials available are for general information purposes only. Information provided by Sakline may not constitute the most up-to-date legal or other information. Listeners should contact their attorney to obtain advice with respect to any particular legal matter and should refrain from acting on the basis of this information without first seeking legal advice from counsel in the relevant jurisdiction. Only your individual attorney can provide assurances that the information contained herein and your interpretation of it is applicable or appropriate to your particular situation.